Hey, it's uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Spent the first hour talking with uh, Andy Parker about what's coming our way and uh, talk to you about, uh, you know, with, with uh, the forecast uh, that you know it to be, uh, what are your concerns for the weekend? What, what plans do you have that now are in limbo? I can't be the only one. Let's go to uh, Bob in uh, Ransomville. Bob, they tell me you are a utility worker. That is correct, sir. So we, uh, I own a business. We operate bucket trucks for, for utility maintenance. And, uh, yeah, just to answer your question, there is absolutely a limit, a safe limit, to uh, wind gusts. So I know personally our trucks are limited to 30 miles an hour as a gust. So, And, and how do you determine that when you're in the field? Do you have like anemometers on your vehicle or? No, um, actually we, we typically uh, referred to the National Weather Service and, and local um, like weather reports because you know, when you're in the field, I'll be honest. Uh, 30 miles an hour. If you're in a bucket truck, your 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 shorts are going to get brown pretty quick. Uh, that's rather vivid of a description. Um, I, I can imagine you'd be shaking all over the place. Um, so, the do you? How does it work? Do you subcontract to one of the utilities? Um, no, we're a private contractor, so we uh, we don't work directly for the utilities, but we do work with them. We're uh, you know, we do like small, I guess really we're a private electrical contractor. Okay. So when, when you say that your trucks have a limit of uh, 30 mile an hour wind gusts, are there other trucks that uh, might be bigger uh, and, and are able to sustain greater wind gusts than you? So I personally never looked into it, but I, I would have to believe so. You know, like we, we run 50 foot trucks. So we can we can reach to a, a height of fifty feet in the air, but I mean they they have much bigger trucks out there that can reach you know into the hundreds of feet. You know it just depends on the type of work they're doing, but uh, those trucks are with, able they're built to withstand different types of forces. But I can't personally speak to the wind speeds that they would be dealing with. Oh man, I'd love to know this. This might sound like a really stupid question, but if you've got a a power blackout in in a certain area. Do you have any idea how they figure out where the blackout originated? Uh, it just depends on what. Yeah, there there are many different ways. Um, one of the big ways we would do it is called isolation. So it's no different than working in a in a house when a breaker trips. The same thing is out on the grid. It's just we can shut this off, and actually we have redundancies built into the utility grid where we can say, okay, we can shut this part off because we know our problems down here for the time being. We can connect it here to give them power. It's not a common thing to be done, but, I mean, it can be done in the type of an emergency. And then once you have that figured out, you just we, – we, you, you, in a big storm, you'll see trucks just driving down the road at the four ways on, and all they're doing is they're, they're looking for problems. That's all they do is just – Go out, have a look, see if they can find something that's a little suspicious, and investigate further from there. Uh, that's really interesting. Can you? Um, uh, this might be obvious to you, but for some of it, uh, for some of it, it is not. Um, what are some of the the risks that you run into when you're trying to bring people up back online? Oh, ho, ho. probably the number one risk is uh, is actually home generators um, being installed and running improperly. Mm. 
Yep, because uh, a very common thing you'll find is illegal generator installations that actually backfeed into the grid. So you'll be lucky if you don't ruin your generator. But uh, in the event that we find it, we can it can cause some serious serious harm. Such as. Um, well, you could actually be re-energizing like your neighbor's house, for instance, but it could be backfeeding into a transformer in an extreme um, circumstance. And so uh, we do everything we can to isolate these issues, but it could cause high voltage um, trips out in the field. So if we think it's dead and you've got a generator backfeeding into it, we're going to ground it out to make it safe. And then next thing you know, we're blowing up your generator and we see sparks out on the line. Well, that's got to be a very disturbing thing to see. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine uh, most of us uh, don't have the opportunity to see that. Hey, um, can you just address one more thing? And that is uh, there are some appliances that you're not supposed to have plugged in during a power outage because when the power comes back on, you could be facing a surge and zap your appliances. Um, that can be accurate. Um, my biggest suggestion is just get, get a, uh, a surge protector, a whole house surge protector involved at that point, because, um, realistically, yeah, you're going to have to run around the house, you know, sensitive electronics, like computers, TVs, so on and so forth. Well, and unplug them. Don't just turn them off. No, no, you, you definitely need to unplug them because if, um, Turning them off is, again, it's just an electronic function. It doesn't actually disconnect them from the surge itself. Very interesting. Uh, Bob, uh, talking with you has been electrifying, um, and I thank you very much. Your friends have a nickname for you, like Sparky? No, no. That Bob is the nickname. <laughs> Bob. All right, Bob. Uh, thanks very much. I appreciate the call. You bet. Thanks, All right. Thank, thank you uh, very much, uh, Bob. It's a great name. What did George Carlin say about George? Oh, yeah, he didn't like the name because it starts over. G-E-O-R-G-E. So it never ends. Uh, it was a George Carlin bit. Don't look at me. Anyway, it is uh, coming up on 16 Minutes After 4 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, I don't know what you're experiencing out there right now in, uh, in, in traffic land. I uh, talked to some people before I came on the air today about the traffic around grocery stores uh, being a little bit on the gnarly side. The traffic inside, the foot traffic, the human traffic inside the grocery stores uh, being a little heavier than you might expect on a Wednesday and uh, around the shopping areas. And if you think about it, if everything is going to go to hell in a handbasket weather-wise on Friday, that basically gives people two less days to take care of their shopping for Christmas Day. If you've got Friday and Saturday, and if those are shopping days for you, uh, those are days you probably aren't going to want to be out uh, and shopping. And I will tell you that uh, um, one of the things that uh, that, that uh, how it's affecting you is is, uh, is the question. And you have you had phone calls back and forth or texts back and forth with members of your family about, hey, Christmas Eve, you know how we usually do this? Well, we're not doing that. Christmas Day, 
eh, we're going to wait and see, but if it's a bad driving situation, it just isn't worth it. Have, have you had those texts? Because I know that we have. We've had those texts. Everybody basically agrees that everything is up in the air right now. We have no idea if uh, the family Christmas is going to come off or if it's uh, going to not come off. And the, the unfairness of it, guys, we went from, remember the COVID Christmases? The COVID Christmases, well, we can't go see Grandma because she's a very vulnerable member of the population. We don't want to give her COVID. So we go from that to Mother Nature uh, possibly interfering with our uh, Christmas plans. But the the last-minute shopping thing, I mentioned earlier that uh, somebody I know was literally trapped on Niagara Falls Boulevard for 25 minutes waiting to get on the 290. And this person is not prone to exaggeration, but they had some shopping to do. Getting in was no problem. Getting out, well, that was a problem. Uh, And it took uh, about two hours for this individual to finally um, make his or her way back home. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. I was thinking about some of the things that you uh, might want to consider in terms of preparation. And again, we only know, unless you're a meteorologist, we only know what we are told by the people who study and forecast the weather for a living, because I don't claim to be an expert in weather forecasting. I listen to what people say. I repeat what people say uh, to make sure that you get the information. As I said earlier, I, I can't, I've lost track of the number of blizzards and storms through which I've worked since uh, 1981, literally 1981. That's a long time ago. And I assure you that when the snow starts flying and people get trapped, uh, in in driving, or people run out of power and they have no idea when the power is going to go back on, people flip their you-know-what just a little bit. And how do I know this? Years of experience and probably uh, a couple dozen weather events through which I've worked. Um, once they it's, See, it's, it's hard to believe now what could happen. And again, all of these forecasts are based on, they're all based on statistics and probabilities. If X happens, then Y is 80% likely to happen. And you'll find that as we get closer to Friday, that the forecast may very well change a little bit. You just, you don't know. And as I try to stress to you guys, the closer you get to a weather event, the more accurate the forecast is going to be because uh, you're, well, you're closer to the event and time, you're not looking at days, you're looking at hours and you can be a lot more reliable in what's going to happen six hours from now than you can be six days from now. I never take long range forecasts. I never take those seriously. Well, next, uh, next Saturday in Boston, it's going to be I don't take that seriously because too many things can get in the way. Too many variables can emerge to make that whole forecast moot. So I only I only listen to uh, the weather when we start getting a little closer to the event than a week or even more out. Um, but I was supposed to go to Hamburg and pick something up tomorrow, and I figured that the way I would need to go on the 90, people are going to be clustered around the off-ramp at the Galleria, so I don't need that. I don't need to be held up on the 90 because of Galleria traffic, so I just figured, you know what, instead of driving to Hamburg from where I live, it just makes more sense to have the dude ship what I need 
uh, using one of the companies? Is Does it add an expense? Yeah, it does. But does it really add an expense? When you factor in gas, wear and tear on the car, um, it's not that much of an extra expense to what it would be. And then there's the time factor. That's the one thing that we can't uh, any of us make more of, and that is time. And I don't know how your schedule happens to be. It's probably pretty busy, but what you wouldn't give to have some of those days when you were uh, four years old and time just seemed to stand still, especially in the days before Christmas, counting the minutes until the gifts would be under the Christmas tree, courtesy of Santa Claus. These are the official uh, weather I don't want to say bulletin, that is a special meaning, but uh, weather informations for you. Winter storm watch remains in effect from Friday morning through Monday morning. And as we talked about with Andy Parker, um, you can expect a rapid switch from rain to snow with sharply falling temperatures into the teens and single digits. We're going to see a flash freeze on Friday Friday afternoon through most of the weekend, it is going to be windy, heavy, lake effect snow, significant blowing and drifting snow will be possible. And if you do get out and on the road, you can be driving along on the thruway, for example, or a, a 55 mile an hour road, and you're doing fine. You're totally dry as, as anything, and then you run into a big drift and you find that uh, you know, maybe the traction wasn't what you thought. Winds could gust uh, as high as 65 miles an hour Friday, maybe more Friday into Friday night. Localized blizzard conditions are possible, and we're talking about Niagara, Orleans, Erie, Genesee, Wyoming, Chautauqua, and Cattaraugus counties. And the uh, impacts of all of this, um, most of which I'm sure you can imagine because we've been here before, travel for the holiday weekend, including Friday, could be very difficult to impossible at times. Areas of blowing snow could significantly reduce visibility. Whiteouts, localized blizzard conditions are possible. The most persistent and worst conditions will be where the lake effect snow is most widespread, and they don't know where that's going to be right now. And with winds like we're talking about, those winds could cause tree damage and, of course, power outages, cold wind chills as low as 10 to 15 below zero, and that could cause frostbite on exposed skin in as little as 30 minutes. So obviously you want to make sure that you've got your your winter clothes out, your mittens, your gloves, your hats. Of course, mittens are technically better than gloves. They keep you a little bit warmer. Uh, but that is uh, obviously something I mentioned before. You certainly want to make sure that you have a full tank of gas. Uh, you want to make sure that you keep your electronics charged up because you don't know when power is going to go out if you are going to lose power. I mean, how many times have you been sitting around watching something and Everything goes dark on you, and you get that sickening feeling in your stomach of how long is this going to be? Is this going to be a quick one? Is this going to be a longer one? And you don't know. Make sure you have batteries, too. Some of you still have battery-operated radios. Some of you have the hand-crank radios, but some of you have the uh, uh, hand uh, the uh, battery-operated radios. You want to make sure you've got the right battery for your radio so you can stay in touch with what's going on because uh, in the event you lose Wi-Fi, in the event you lose electricity, um, all of the electronics in the world aren't going to do you uh, aren't going to do you any good. Uh, and if your Wi-Fi gets knocked out, forget about it. Now I've got a, a cell phone plan where I can always get to internet connectivity. Um, 
and that, believe me, that is that was a a good investment. It is uh, 26 minutes after four at uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. Our uh, phone number. I don't know. You guys have any plans that are now in limbo? Maybe it was going to church. Maybe it was going to grandma's house. Maybe you have a family tradition that is a little bit uncertain this year. And uh, again, I certainly can't be the only one whose uh, holiday is uh, is in limbo. Uh, I'm not counting on doing anything with the family on Saturday. Um, for all intents and purposes, you guys will probably be my family on Saturday, at least after the football game. And it's not because I want to sit around and watch the football game more than being on the radio. It's just that being on the radio with the Buffalo Bills playing, I might as well be talking to myself, frankly. I'm not stupid. I'm not going to do that. But anyway, uh, we are at 8.03. Oh, well, maybe I am stupid. Proof one, what did I decide to do for a living? 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, maybe some of you have special situations, like the lady who called in before whose uh, family is coming in from Long Island, or the lady who was driving to Akron, Ohio, near Akron, Ohio, a place called Stowe. And, I mean, if you think about it, where does our weather come from? It comes from the west. So if you're driving into the west, you're going to run into the weather we're going to get before we get the weather because you're driving right into it, like uh, a head-on collision. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. So, what are your plans for Christmas, and are they going to change because of the forecast? Mine have changed um, significantly. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Have a doctor's appointment on Friday morning. I don't even know if the doctor's appointment is going to come off. That uh, That's a kick in the head because it took me about a month to get in. Let's go to Tracy in uh, Hamburg on WBEN. Uh, Tracy, you're on. Hello. Hello, how are you? Oh, it's a beautiful day, kind of. Yeah, so far. Um, yeah, my plans, um, every Christmas Eve since I was born, we've always celebrated with my family. We're Polish, so we do this po- Polish tradition. Uh, my mother passed away three years ago. We promised her we'd all stay together on Christmas Eve. So this year we're to go to my niece's, who lives in Snyder off of Main Street, and she said, oh, no, we won't get any snow. We never get the snow. Everything's going to be fine. And yesterday we got a text going, okay, hold up. Huh. I think we might have to have Christmas Eve on Monday. And I have a daughter who's married, and my son-in-law is in the Air Force, and they just uh, transferred out of California and are now in Arkansas. And she's, she and her husband are leaving tonight. They're driving home. Um, up to Hamburg, so they're going to miss the weather, but she's kind of bummed because if Christmas Eve is changed, not everybody can get together on Monday. So she's like, oh, my God, I, you know, am I the bad one? Am I the bad sheep that caused this storm to come through? And I'm like, no, you're not. But living in Hamburg, we're used to it. I mean, we had the 87 inches of snow a few weeks ago, so I live literally less than a mile from the stadium where the Bills play. So snow's not a big deal. It's the whiteouts that scare me more than anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'd rather be a chicken than a dead duck. 
So I'm not going anywhere if it's bad. Well, yeah, I mean that, that's husband. the whole that's the whole thing. If it is bad, I mean you have to use you have to use your common sense. If it is bad, I mean I will be here over the weekend. If it is yeah. bad, yeah, I I mean there'll be plenty of other Christmases and and plenty other times seeing family, and you really have to be smart about it. Um, my daughter has three children under the ages, you know, ten, four, and two, and my son-in-law is a correction officer, my other, uh, my other daughter's husband, and he might get stuck. He might get stuck working a double because chances are he's at Wendy, and he works first shift, and it's Christmas Eve, and if the weather's bad, he might end up getting stuck having to work a double. So, I'm sure it wouldn't be the first. I'm sure it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> no, he's worked plenty of doubles, but I tell my daughter it's not worth driving young children for a Christmas Eve when we can we can do it another time. Like to me it's I'd rather see my family, you know, on Fourth of July knowing that we're all here and, and none of us took the risk to try to meet on Christmas Eve and something terrible happens to one of us. That and I hope I don't lose power because I told my husband you better make sure you get a a generator that works because we have a hot tub and it's enclosed outside and I don't want my hot tub to freeze up. Oh, good Lord. I never even thought about that. Um, <laughs> what, what do you do in a situation like that? Do you just empty, do you take a pail out and start emptying the hot tub? I think we're going to have to because ours is outside, but we have, it's all enclosed. It's an enclosed one. So I told my husband, if we have no power, what are you doing with this hot tub? Because he's refusing to get a generator. He's telling me that this is, you know, we'll survive. It'll it, it'll work. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, well, I don't care if the, the if the food spoils because I can just put it. I mean, I've survived the blizzard of '77 in the November storm and the October storm. I'll get coolers and put my food outside if it's cold enough. Exactly. And I don't if I don't have power in my hot tub and my the motor freezes. I. I I don't know. I guess you put it on your homeowners. I don't know. Uh, well, you're still going to have to pay the deductible, and they might jack up yep. your rates. I'm just, I'm just yep. saying. I, I don't know if they, I don't know if they cover hot tubs or not. I don't know if you need a, a special uh, policy for I hot know. tubs. I don't have a hot tub, so I, I don't know. You, you rich people have all the good things. I uh, simply oh, subsist yeah, in my. I, I simply subsist in my little bubble of poverty, um, but that's what I do. But anyway, the uh, you know, I mean, you raise you raise a really good point because um, look, as as much as we enjoy our family traditions, it is it, at some point, and I don't know if it's going to come to that over the weekend. I really, I I only know what they forecast right now. You have to ask yourself the question: Is the reward of getting together with everybody, let's say on Christmas Eve? Is the reward um, equal to the risk we're taking in getting there? There's always a risk no matter what you do in life, but obviously whiteout conditions greatly increase that risk. Frankly, if it's whiteout to the point where I don't personally think it's worth it. No, I, I'm not going anywhere, and, and I nor do I think my, um, my siblings all kind of agree, like, yeah, let's just hold off and have this on Monday. And my birthday is the following day on the 27th, so I'm like, oh, great, guys, bring me some birthday presents, too. I'm the youngest out of five kids, so don't forget me. We can have a Christmas birthday party on Monday. <laughs> I'm all for that. So have you guys absolutely decided that everything's going to be on Monday? Um, my niece said, let's see where we are on Friday, and well, everybody's making food. So she said, you know, whatever you're making, make sure it's 
it can last till Monday if we have to do this. So we're not jumping the gun yet, but she did put it out to all my niece and nephews and my siblings that we might have to hold up and do this on Monday if everybody's okay with it. And some are like, yeah, fine. Others are like, well, I work. I'll get there when I can. Others are like, I can. I have other plans. So it is what it is, and I'm not worrying about it because there's plenty of other holidays. It's not worth anybody risking their life or getting in an accident or having, you know, it's it's just not worth it. you got to really think about it. And even if we did go, I don't know how much I could really enjoy myself. I'd be staring out the window every five minutes going, oh, what's it doing now? What's it doing now? What's it doing? You know, because you got, you know, up in Snyder or Williamsville, you guys never have anything, and then you come to Hamburg like just, just fat couple weeks ago. I mean, seriously, we had over 87 inches of snow. It was ridiculous. You couldn't get out. My husband's like, I give up on the snowblower. I can't keep up. It's no, we... In the, in the, we did. We did snow. have snow. We we did have snow. Not as much as you guys, but we uh, we certainly did. They don't. They don't plow our roads. They do not. Hamburg will not plow the roads. The main roads. I live off McKinley. Those will. Those will get plowed. But all your side roads. The town of Hamburg's like, look, we're shut down. We got a driving ban. No one's to go anywhere. So they don't plow us. And when they do come, just a few weeks ago, they came with front loaders. Because the plows themselves couldn't even push the snow. So they came with front loaders. This has just been a bizarre, It's what is it, today's the first day of winter, right? So this is this has been a very crazy winter so far. You know what, I usually I usually know that, and I uh, I, I haven't been December keeping track. December 21st. Yeah, well. Today's the uh, I'm sorry? Winter, isn't it? Today's the first day of winter. Yeah, today's the 21st. You are correct. Yeah, yeah. So here All we day. are. All day. <laughs> uh, no, well, this I hope is. You have a wonderful holiday. And, and yes, of course, what it is, is the first day of winter. A little bit slow on the mm-hmm. uptake today. Mm-hmm. All right, Tracy. Thank you very much. I appreciate thank the call. You. All right. Okay. Well, I don't think Tracy. Thank you. I don't think Tracy is uh, is alone in that. You know, do you have your own um, family holiday tradition? And tell me what this weather forecast is doing to your plants. What what do you usually do on Christmas Eve? What do you usually do on Christmas? And is this forecast messing things up? Now, Christmas Day should be better than Christmas Eve, especially early in the day on Christmas Eve. But who knows what the lake effect bands of snow are going to do. And the, the biggest concern uh, that, that I have right now, it, it's not so much the snow, Uh, The biggest concern I have is the winds and what they might do to our electricity. Because, um, again, guys, to some of you, this is hype, you know, and and I get it. But I've done a number of storms since 1981. And believe me, when you are in the middle, no matter how cynical and skeptical you are about weather forecasts, when you are in the middle of something, it becomes the biggest story of your life that day. And remember, one storm, uh, we actually took a call from a lady who was stranded on the 90. Uh, was it the 90? No, it was the 190, the 190. And she had a small child with her. And she was basically saying, as I recall, look, I'm almost out of gasoline. 
I have a baby with me. I need to get off of this road. I need to get off now. And within just a few minutes, uh, the police showed up. They were listening to the show, and they were able to uh, get her someplace safe. So, obviously, there was a person who was absolutely, I don't want to say panicked, but she was uh, definitely desperate to get off that road. Um, because it was it was a really it was a really bad situation. Uh, some of us hey some of us lived through the blizzard of '77, and I, I've mentioned this before, but I don't think that in my lifetime there will be another storm like the blizzard of '77. Now they're calling some people are calling what we're going to see this this weekend a generational storm. Well, what is a generation? Twenty years? So a once every twenty year storm. Well, to me, the blizzard of 77 will always be a once-in-a-lifetime storm. Nothing will ever rival that in my lifetime. The chances are very, very slim that anything is going to be close to the blizzard of 77. And it wasn't so much the snow that was blowing in off of Lake Erie, at least not for me. It was the wind, just this unrelenting, constant wind. And just remember sitting upstairs in the house in Tonawanda, sitting upstairs, looking out the window at 13, 14 years old, whatever I was, and I remember consciously thinking, no matter how long you live, you're never going to see this again. So for me, it was like storm TV, watching the blizzard of 77 and just being in absolute awe at the power of the wind and the sound of the wind. It was absolutely incredible. And somehow, Dad made it home from work. We, we've all got stories, I think, about the blizzard of 77 and what we did in the blizzard or what happened to our families in the blizzard of 77. Dad worked in, uh, well, in, in Buffalo, uh, not that far from the Ohio Street Bridge, actually. And as it turned out, he was actually somehow able to get home after, I think, spending a night at the office. I think it was one night. I don't know how he got home driving whatever he was driving at the time because, trust me, it wasn't a Jeep and it wasn't a Subaru. It was something that was not very winter-friendly. But he was a big believer in studded snow tires, so maybe that uh, saved him. It is uh, 449 at News Radio 930 WBEN, and the uh, official word uh, from the National Weather Service is we have a winter storm watch uh, in effect Excuse me, Friday. <laughs> Pardon me. It's, you know what it is? It's it's the air. It's really dry in here. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know what it is at home. It's fine. Then I get into here and everything seizes up. Um, anyway, uh, winter storm watch in effect from Friday morning through Monday morning, uh, and we can expect a rapid switch from rain to snow. Sharply falling temperatures into the teens and single digits. That is going to result in a flash freeze on Friday. And why that's important is. Um, we're going to see about a half inch of rain. So suddenly the half inch of rain is going to freeze rather quickly. So then the snow starts and you know what's underneath the snow, ice. So be careful walking, especially those of you who are a little bit older. Uh, don't need to break a hip and you can break a bone at any age, of course. Now, Friday afternoon through most of the weekend, very strong winds. Heavy lake effect snow, significant blowing and drifting snow will be possible. Winds could gust as high as 65 miles an hour or even higher, according to Bob Hamilton, Friday into Friday night. Localized blizzard conditions are possible, and the area of which we are speaking is uh, Niagara, Orleans, Erie, Genesee, Wyoming, Chautauqua, and Cattaraugus counties. And uh, travel, 
and and this is important because uh, I keep talking about family get-togethers and family traditions. Travel for the holiday weekend, including Friday, could be very difficult to impossible at times. And this is a very important sentence here. Travel for the holiday weekend, including Friday, could be very difficult to impossible at times. Areas of blowing snow could significantly reduce the visibility. Whiteouts and localized blizzard conditions are possible. The most persistent and worst conditions will be where the lake effect snow is most widespread, and they don't know yet where that's going to be. And the winds as strong as this, well, they're going to cause power, they're going to cause tree damage. There's no doubt about that. Uh, You can evergreen, little gust of wind, and uh, they topple over. You break a good-sized fart near them, and they topple over. Just saying. Um, But anyway, uh, power outages as well. Cold wind chills as low as 10 to 20 below zero this weekend could cause frostbite on exposed skin in as little as 30 minutes. There's also a lakeshore flood watch in effect from Friday morning through Saturday evening. And uh, the one thing um, that Andy Parker talked about earlier is um, we have things in western New York called seiches talked about seiches a little bit yesterday but basically the way to imagine a seiche is just take a soup bowl fill it with water one side of the soup bowl is cleveland the other side is buffalo tip the soup bowl toward buffalo that's what's going to happen uh we're going to get all of uh, the water from cleveland and according to andy parker the seiche we're going to see this coming weekend may be one of the top five seiches of all time and if you want to look uh, that up for yourself it's spelled s E-I-C-H-E. Seish is the word. Uh, We've had some very damaging ones in uh, Buffalo's history. And again, this is supposed to be among the top five. So all this talk about travel and visibility and driving, uh, we also have to keep in mind the situation with uh, the lake. I mean, the meteorologist with whom we've spoken, I mean, this is this is no joke. This is this is going to actually this is going to actually happen. So it's best to be prepared for it uh, any way you can be. And I, I just I can't stress the importance of keeping a full gas tank. I, I really can't. Full gas tank is so incredibly incredibly important. Batteries you're going to want those. And you know with all this talk about power outages. And they might last a long time because the winds are going to be too strong for the power crews to fix them. All this talk about power outages. And are, is anybody else thinking about 2030 when every furnace, every furnace, every appliance is going to have to be electric? It's not going to be natural gas. If that isn't one of the stupidest things I've ever heard coming from Albany, I have no idea what is. The power grid, We, <laughs> it is... You, with, with, I mean, think about it. You, you lose the power, you won't be able to heat your home. You lose the power, you're not going to be able to cook anything, not even in a microwave. And then they're going to wonder why people do stupid things like bring grills inside and grill, which, by the way, don't do it. It's really a bad idea. People die doing that. Oh, yeah, it's uh, it, we talk about it, and yet it happens all the time. Sometimes people do it to stay warm. The power goes out, and, and you get cold for whatever reason, Uh, The grill is not the answer. Seriously, it is not.